So I don't know. I I, I read an article okay. on the um, how apparently the Super Bowl halftime show is uh, a ploy to usher in the control for the Illuminati. <laughs> I think that something like came across the screen at one point uh, on my computer that I also saw something <laughs> similar to this, but I didn't bother to click on it. Oh, I no, I clicked on it because my time is worthless. <laughs> and I read a very uh, disjointed, um, poorly written, you don't um, say. Um, very, very, got, got a lot of facts wrong, mm. uh, but apparently... Uh, yes, Katy Perry riding in on a giant lion or one of the beasts to her song. Even though the, the, this was one of the things the article got wrong, which was they, they said she rode in on the beast singing her song Dark Horse, which wasn't the case. Um, that was her second song she did later. Uh, this is clearly a ploy to get our children to uh, worship Satan and join the Illuminati. Well, Which I absolutely. I mean, she's writing the beast of Babylon. I mean, right, yeah. right, exactly. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. That's what yeah. she's going for. Um, and and the There's star. No other <laughs> option. <laughs> no, no, no other option. Especially with the fact that the star at the end was a uh, uh, blatantly a pro homosexual uh, reference, a, si- a symbol of, huh. of that. Which I thought that's stretch. Um, but I absolutely love conspiracy theorists because. Everything that they see totally validates their opinion for them, and any other actual right. thing that you give yeah. them, and like, well, maybe it's this. They go, no, 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 no. It's it's clearly you don't understand. Yeah, you clearly don't get it. Huh. Um, I also love the fact that if the Illuminati is this world power that controls everything, they don't want anyone to know about it, but they want everyone to like get subtle hints through the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm. <laughs> It's yes. the best place for it. Yeah, just well, yeah. everybody in the world is watching. Yes, yeah. everyone in the world, not not just America, everyone in the world. Yeah, I actually missed the halftime show because uh, I was at a party and I was in the kitchen talking to somebody, and but most of the people that were at this party were not paying attention to the game, and then halftime started and everybody like crowded the TV. So apparently, halftime show is. Right, so it a is. Popular so thing. It's what, it's yeah. what you got to do. Yeah, Smart. that's it's, it's the right. time to well, do. If it. you're gonna send enough. a message, I guess that's the time to do it. <laughs> no, I I don't know, but uh, if if only if only another critic could get some kind of <laughs> uh, 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 conspiracy attention, like maybe if I just put in some like backwards talking right here, no. or like you know, uh, uh, just some kind of <laughs> subliminal message to. I don't know, I get people to listen to the podcast more. I don't know. Enter the Critic <laughs> is the left shark of the podcast world. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Enter the Critic, a podcast where each week we talk about movies both new and on Netflix. This week, we are going to do a Netflix movie because the options on <laughs> tra- <laughs> the, the options right now are, are look great, like, but yeah, they didn't want to see well, them. Uh, first, let's, uh, let's just... Um, you know, acknowledge the elephant in the room. Uh, so Tim came to record 
We haven't we haven't had an episode in a, in a number of weeks. Two weeks, two weeks. Tim Tim came and recorded a couple episodes with us, and the audio uh, broke. <laughs> yeah, became corrupted or something, and it might happen with this one. So yeah. uh, <laughs> we we'll, we're kind of just flying by flying, the seat of our yeah. pants. It's okay um, though. It's okay because if that happens, I mean. I was they were the they two were the podcasts. two most amazing episodes that they were really ever recorded were. by human beings. If okay, j- just mean, to, just to recap the last the the, the Paddington episode. Right, Paddington's so we saw great. Paddington, yep. go see Paddington. Go see yeah. Paddington. Uh, but out of the hour and fifteen minutes that we recorded, only about ten minutes of us talking about how great Paddington was. <laughs> about forty-five minutes was us talking about how weird we looked as. <laughs> Yes. Lone, yeah. grown I that, man. I think we should revisit this <laughs> this uh, this you know story. Oh gosh, <laughs> from all of our perspectives because it is worth it is worth telling it that we all sharing. saw Paddington, uh, but we <laughs> saw it alone. Well, Chris well, sort of saw alone. it together. Sort Tim alone, saw yeah. it alone, but we all purchased our tickets by ourselves. By ourselves, which entirely. was the key point. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Tim, why don't you why don't you start? Sure. Sure. Re- re- regale us with your Ticket purchase okay. of Paddington. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was pushing the limit on when I was going to actually see this movie because I kept hoping that Chris would be like, bah, just joking, you're not seeing this. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't the case. Uh, so a bright sun Sunday morning, I think it was, at 11 a.m., I saw the first showing um, at, at the small town theater, and I walked in the doors, and I walk up to the counter, and... This girl that was probably, I don't know, 16 looks and she's like, oh, what movie do you want to see? And I had to say... With shame in your (laughs) eyes. I had to say one for Paddington. (laughs) And I, she, her reaction was everything that I expected it to be. I, you know, she bit her lip and like smiled, so you knew that she was trying to hide any laughter. Oh, okay. You knew, okay. like when I was thinking about this, I was like, she is going to tell all of her friends. You're never gonna <laughs> believe what happened this weekend. Oh, oh no. So yeah, I, I I also had to say one for Paddington, and the woman said. At 2 p.m., because it was at 2, and I said, you know, and she said, Lady in Black? <laughs> and I said, I like, surely this no, is a mistake. No, not Lady in Black, uh, Paddington. Oh, two for Paddington? Because <laughs> your your girlfriend or significant other is, is waiting in the lobby for you to watch, or your kid? No, one. Just, just one, one. one for Paddington at two. How, how tempted were you at that point to just, just say, say yes. like two? I'll pay. I'll pay so I don't have to yep. look like a weirdo. Just, I know. Yeah, absolutely. Just the fact that you had to repeat it three times. Yeah. Was <laughs> like she was. She cold. was like had a block, it, a mental block <laughs> that was not would not allow her to hear. <laughs> what I was saying. <laughs> well, when 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 I purchased my ticket for Paddington, I also went to the, the kiosk and I said one for Paddington, and I'm pretty sure that she kind of like reached under and hit like a panic button, <laughs> yeah, to like call <laughs> the police. <laughs> like, yes, okay, got to keep this guy out of here. No, this is not the first time that I've had to look very awkward in a movie theater yeah. midday. Uh, I I I've probably told this story before, but I'll tell it again. Um. Year, years back, it was a Sunday, uh, and I decided, I got nothing to do. I'm going to go to see a movie. What movie do I pick? Prince Caspian. 
Mm. Uh, I show up half hour early, as is my normal tradition, and I'm sitting in the middle of the theater, and I'm reading a book, specifically Agatha Christie's, and then there were none. Uh, and I look up about five, like the trailers had just started and, and families and everyone were filing in. And I look up and I realize that I'm in the middle of the theater and everyone is at least three seats away from me on right. all sides. <laughs> like of there's course. a circle yeah. in the middle of just families going, don't, don't look at him, sweetie, don't look at him. <laughs> um, when I got into the theater for Paddington, I, I tried to find Parker because we had, we had talked about, you know, seeing it um and he had saved some seats right <laughs> he and thought this, that i was coming i, I thought you were coming so there yeah. was three seats saved and this is where i got into some trouble because i knew i i, I know that parker doesn't like people sitting directly next to him in a theater which mm-hmm. i understand i'm the I'm, same way i'm not a huge fan of sitting directly next to people either there's all these seats spread out well so i take the seat two spaces away from Parker, and as I plop down, I look over and realize that I am now shoulder to shoulder with a maybe 13-year-old girl. Um, And at that point, I'm stuck. Like, what what do I do at that point? You're not going to, like, get up now. Yeah, it would look even weirder if I just got up and moved. Like, there's no endgame route here. This was my Kobayashi Maru. There was no way out of it. Right. So I just just sat there kind of hugging the rail on the side away from the girl, like... Yeah, everyone needs to make clear notice that I am at least several inches away from her. Yeah. So no, I this actually it reminded me of um, something that happened when I was looking to find a seat because I had gotten there with I it, maybe three minutes to spare. It was a spur of the moment thing. I decided, you know, I looked up on my phone. Well, I'm going to see it today because I have to for the podcast. And of course, you know, the first showing was in like 20 minutes, and I was like, well. Okay, let's just go do it. And I walk and by in let's the you mean you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um so I walk in the theater and there's so many kids and there's like grandparents and 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 you know moms and not really dads cuz they were <laughs> smart. And they they didn't go to this. Yeah. So I was like Oh no! And everybody like turns and looks at me as soon because the the way that this theater was set up, the the entrance and exit were actually at the front. Yeah, that's how that's how Ooh. Penn Cinemas is as yeah. well. There's no there's no sly way to get in. No, you walk in, look up, and you're like, oh, everyone's staring at me. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> um, and you know, I some people ha- have a phobia of going to see the movies alone. Period. Like they th- don't like that. At, at all. That's about the only way I see movies I, anymore. <laughs> I don't mind to do it. I, I, I don't have... Usually schedules don't match up that I can right. go see it with somebody else. So I have, if I want to go see a movie in the theater, it's usually by myself. Pause for... <laughs> su- crying. For <laughs> crying. Just slowly uh, break pa- down. Pause to bring down like how depressing that really yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, way to um, bring down the podcast, man. But trying to find a seat where I was not going to be sitting right next to a kid was a problem. Um, I actually finally ended up like scooting past a few people to get far enough away. But even then, like when I finally sat down, I had parents actually like turn around and like eye up the bearded guy in the back <laughs> you know you don't look that weird you your your beard <laughs> thanks thanks you're, you you're, don't look that weird you're, 
Your beard gives you a, a, a an air of the professional. I mean, me, I I look like a homeless person. <laughs> like I look like I'm there just to like get out of the cold. Your hair so, was longer then. Yeah, yeah, it was. And now that it's shorter, it doesn't. It still doesn't look good. Uh, <laughs> I disagree. Oh, well, that, well, thank you. Well, this episode we are not talking about Paddington, even though everyone should go see. <laughs> even Paddington. though we just did, even though we just yeah, did, you should go see. Paddington. Just go see. Oh, it. that's great. Uh, we're actually going to be talking about the new John Favreau film, Chef. Yeah, Chef. So, well, before we get into that. Let's get into some news. All right. Up the I got I'll start off exciting. <laughs> Space Family say, yeah. the Jetsons is getting what? an animated for the big screen. <laughs> what? Wait, is it gonna be animated in the same style? Like it like uh, in the, Who knows? Probably not. Three D animation. Pixar style. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna get yeah, I'm gonna guess we're gonna see something like that. Mm. Oh, so boy. yeah, that's I mean that's this thing. has been I mean, people have been waiting and waiting <laughs> oh, yeah. for people, Jetsons to come. People, people younger than us who have no idea what the Jetsons I was are. Say, like, at least in <laughs> in my generation, like, growing up, I knew who the Jetsons were. You I, didn't watch it because it wasn't good. I, I didn't but. watch it, but my, my father, re- like, loved that show when he was a kid. So he wanted me to know what the Jet- who the Jetsons were. Why? <laughs> He liked it, and he wanted to sh- wanted to share in that experience. All right, I guess some some parents are just bad at their jobs. I oh, guess. Jeez. <laughs> Dad, so, you're listening. You did a good job. <laughs> so yeah, and 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 people like your dad have been begging, begging, begging Hollywood to remake it for the silver he screen. Has people letters. That's it because he doesn't know how to use the internet to do an He's online petition. Letters, yes. And he gives exactly. them to you to mail, and you throw them away. <laughs> like, yes, Dad, I'm I mailed it. Do this. I'm Got it. I mailed you. it. I'm protecting. I'm looking out for your best interest. Yeah, the roles have been reversed. <laughs> well, hey, despite but, your best efforts, Tim, the movie happening. is getting made. So ah. we'll see. We have. Okay. N- I have no idea uh, where it's at in production, but it was originally. Supposed to be live action. That would have been the worst. <laughs> yeah, that would have been even worse. And it was supposed to somehow involve Kanye West. Oh no! But now Ooh. it's just back to animated, and Kanye West is okay. no, no longer a part of the project. So I don't know in what way he was supposed <laughs> to be involved, but we'll see. Do Do, do you oh, guys man. remember when they did the live action Flintstones movie? Yes. Do you remember how terrible? John Goodman. Terrible that movie was. I and then enjoyed, they did a when I was sequel, a little little kid. I enjoyed it. They did the sequel, Viva Rock <laughs> Vegas, with yeah. one of the Baldwin's. I forget which Baldwin brother was involved. Oh, oh. so no. yeah. Well, this is gonna be this is gonna be bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we'll look forward to bad. that. All right. Uh, we also have uh, George R. R. Martin. Uh, you know, not being not releasing the newest Game of Thrones book this year. No! It has been confirmed. So he confirmed that early, so nobody had to wait around. I was going to say, I actually <laughs> so don't appreciate why, that. Like, don't. I guess, don't yeah, mess that makes us. Yeah, that makes. But now sense, this but, means it's physically impossible for the books to finish before yes. the TV show. But uh, his his um, he has a sh- a short some short uh, pieces called "In the Lost Lands" that are being adapted into a movie. Or a series of shorts uh, starring Mila Jovovich. Ooh. 
So we'll okay. see. <sighs> it's uh, three stories make up making up one film. Well, that's and a I guess it's the, right there. And I guess it's the same. Uh, v- Mila Jovovich plays three separate characters oh. in in the stories. Interesting. So, like in one thread, uh, the desperate queen of a city built into a towering mountain hires the sorceress Gray Elise to travel into the ghostly wasteland called the Lost Lands to obtain the gift of shape-shifting into a werewolf. And then there's another one where a warrior girl must fight a dragon. And then there's another one where a futuristic tale, uh, Bitter Blooms, a young barbarian girl gets spellbound by a lonely witch in a spacecraft. Hmm. So just far out kind of cool stuff. But yeah, so uh, so you know, look forward to that. You won't uh, get <laughs> Game of Thrones book. Listen, listen, but maybe listen. you'll get you know a trailer for this sometime this year. Okay, George, I'm talking right now. Me, me and you, <laughs> buddy to buddy here. What what are you doing? You have nothing he's, else going. You have nothing no, else going. He's on. saving the the wolves. He's busy. He's busy <laughs> saving wolves. Ah, that's true. I did. I did donate to that. In hopes of meeting him, that was like yeah, yeah. I to- that was like the only reason anybody donated to that. He was I like, mean, yeah. The, the second he said, uh, "You will fly out and meet me," I was like, "Done. How much? What's what's <laughs> what, what do I got to get to get that T-shirt? Fifty bucks. Done. Um, <laughs> I got I got a cool T-shirt out of nice. the deal. I told Melissa, I said, I can't I can't wait to meet a man that I I would be so like like fanboyed i wouldn't know what to say right and then we get to go with that like it's already a lot of tension and then go meet wolves which i am terrified of so it would just be uh, like the worst vacation. how do you know you're terrified of wolves like just from from footage <laughs> being, i mean you haven't around been around a wolf right yeah. i've been around a wolf dog mix and that was terrifying enough yeah all or right. maybe but you don't like ra- dogs. I don't like dogs in general. Right, and I, right, I, I, right. I, I, also, one of my cousins had a husky, and that's close enough. Damn it! Oh. All right, sure, he came up and licked me. But it doesn't matter. He could have <laughs> easily ripped my throat out. <laughs> you know, we don't know what was going through that dude with that. Well, yeah, that, that dog's mind. We don't know. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. So uh, you didn't win. That's the important part. So we don't have to worry. <laughs> I was no going to invite him on the podcast. <laughs> Chris watched Gray. And <laughs> I was, I, I was going to invite him on the podcast. Like, George, listen. Yeah. Buddy. Have you seen Gray? Have I seen Gray? With uh, Liam Neeson? No. Oh, okay, don't see that. No. <laughs> no, you need to see <laughs> I was told. I was told not to for various reasons. And they listened no, to those No, it's very reasons. good, but... Oh, no, no, no. And it's, it's very sad. Yeah, that's... But... They said it's really but good. But there's wolves. <laughs> um, they said yeah. it's really good, but you will walk out of it just wanting to bawl. And I'm like, great. But right. not like in a way where you're like, oh, like, oh. No, no. They said you know, like. like, like uh, let's just end everything. Yeah. 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 He said, <laughs> What's the point? He said, like, why are you still on this earth kind of ending? Like, All great. right. So up next, John Wick 2 in development. Yes! Nice. Oh. I need to see the first uh, one. Oh, you do I need do. to yeah. see the first one. Speaking oh. of dogs. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's been spoiled for me. Well, it's not. It was spoiled it's in, in the, the first, trailer. Like, oh, is it's in it? The first, like, yes. wow. It's in the first like five ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that big of a spoiler. Not, not only not only that, like John Wick's the type of movie that it's pretty much beat for beat. You yeah. know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, there's okay. no there's no real twists in the plot. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh but man, d- he gets revenge. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> Uh, but I will tell you, damn, does it feel good to like, you know, it, sometimes you just need a comfort food movie. Yeah. John Wick yeah, is, yeah, comfort is comfort food comfort films. Food. Absolutely. <laughs> that was like the equalizer. Yeah. Oh, I still I have to see. That's what we got to yes. do. 
Me and you will. will, will yeah, you we'll get the equalizer ready at your house. I'll get. I'll get John Wick at my house, and then we'll okay. swap houses for. <laughs> <laughs> Because the, the, the DVD, the Blu-ray would not this be seems hard, the hardest, the hardest, the hardest way possible. Why do this simple when we can make it complicated? We'll swap houses for a swap day, swap lives yeah. for a day. Yeah, so yeah. You get to, you, you get have to, to take care of Melissa yeah. for a day. You have to take the care cats. of Ty. I could take. Hey, I take care of four cats, sir. So it'll be a, it'll be say, a lot it'll, easier. It'll be a walk in the park for this yeah, guy. Yeah, your cat's just going to be like, "Who are you? You smell like other cats. I'm going to ignore you, you for the day. You will have done." You will have to uh, take care of that uh, crippling loneliness that Tim deals with. <laughs> that, is true. that is true. That is true. You'll no. have to restock my bourbon. <laughs> Fine. So you you, you get to experience life uh, uh, doing dishes uh, for more than one person. Uh, and then... Um, You'll just use paper plates that day. Be, be, and, and, and being ignored by uh, Melissa while she... Like is busy working on some cosplay project. Okay, that is past so you might one. still feel lonely. Nothing changes. You get to go. Hey, baby, <laughs> baby, you busy? I'm, I'm going to watch TV down here, and then just watch TV and drink. It's a lot of fun. Okay, so really, Dude, our we have lives a lot in are common, not buddy. that different. Okay, uh, but John we'll Wick see. Too. We, we have no, we have no idea whether or not. Um, Keanu Reeves is involved. The, the Ooh, writers okay. are involved, but he, he hasn't. He hasn't like signed a contract for anything. And we all know that Keanu Reeves wanted nothing to do with Speed Two, even though Speed was so so popular. good and huge. So we'll see. I mean, but he did the Matrix sequels. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> for everyone, don't involved. bring that up because he might remember that and then not do John Wick Two. <laughs> so, um, yeah. It, Okay, so something. Yeah, they don't they don't say whether it's going to be him or whether it's going to be like how the story would change, but we'll see. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I would hope that if it's if it's the same character that they get Keanu Reeves to do it because it's going to be BS if they don't. Right. But you know, maybe they'll do something crazy and be like mm. different. Like a like a prequel, and then they get a younger guy, or who knows? That would know? be that'd be interesting because <clears throat> I mean, it clearly you know alluded to his previous life or something. So right, we'll see. right. Eh, whatever. Yeah, um, but it's the same you know makers, so it should be at least good on that regard. And uh, other very exciting news: we're ramping up the excitement. I mean, we started as exciting as you can get with Jetsons. Oh, yeah, D- yeah. And say, we're moving my, our way my day up. Is May already. <laughs> Uh, Disney is eyeing Chris Pratt for an Indiana Jones reboot. Uh, yeah. Swish. This has to happen. Yeah. So we, um, he, he's, uh, being starred to, or being eyed to star in Disney's inevitable revival of Indiana Jones franchise. Um, the studio bought the rights from Paramount in 2013, around the same time they picked up Lucasfilms. So we've known for a while that some kind of new Indiana Jones adventure will be happening, um, but we weren't sure what. So we'll see. I I, I am a firm believer that un, unlike a lot of other uh, uh, character properties, Indiana Jones is simply the hat, the jacket, and the whip. Right. So it's like a like a James Bond type. Exactly. Yeah. You can you, you pick the right person for the role. Give him the hat, jacket, the whip. <laughs> You got yourself a new indie, right? And 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 I feel fans will roll with it. Well, yeah. I mean, I know 
you know, w- when an actor gets used a lot for a lot of big films, uh-huh. some people get tired of that that cast choice. But P- Chris Pratt, I mean, he <laughs> could be in anything for me. Like, I, yeah, yeah. The fact that he's in Jurassic Park, totally excited. Yep. Right. Yep. Like, I, I wouldn't have cared about Jurassic Park otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> I know like exactly Like, the newest Jurassic mean. Park, I would have just been like, nah, whatever. Another one. I might see it on DVD. Who I knows? love I Jurassic know. Park, so I would... I'm, I would. I like the first one, but, but then, the fact that he's behind it, it's like yes, yeah, exactly. And then, like, go ahead, put. This isn't confirmed, guys, but put him in Star Wars. It doesn't matter. Like, just put him <laughs> just in throw things him in that I like. <laughs> it, it could be. It could be just super. Make him po- a voice for one of the robots <laughs> yeah. or for one of the droids. I don't care. Exactly. It, it, it could be a super late post production of just like him walking on an obvious screen screen and <laughs> like, like looking like 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 when they yeah. put Jabba into the, yeah. to the into <laughs> a new hope. Yeah, yeah. when they shoehorn him in, it'll just be Chris Pratt just like, hey, <laughs> hey guys, shooting laser, yeah. just but just out of his finger. Like he doesn't, he's not even holding a gun. It's like just making a gun ah, somewhere. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, they, yeah they can, they can shoehorn Chris Pratt into anything, <laughs> and I will I will give it at least one viewing <laughs> before I render judgment. So, and last but not least, I'm just gonna run through uh, this list. This is the top seven um, feature films uh, debuted and sold at Sundance this year. Already, so first we have Dope. Which looks awesome. It's um, it look a dope? breakout role uh, with Shamik Moore. Um, he's a geeky kid li- living in Inglewood, California, and the soundtrack is 100% 90s hip hop. Nice. nice. <laughs> and it's all about nice. growing up, coming of age in that era and in that place. So awesome. Uh, that sounds I mean, really good. Jeez, that's that does sound dope. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, apparently, it's it's all sorts of awesome. So we'll we'll look Sounds forward to it. seeing that. We got Diary of a Teenage Girl, uh, another coming of age film, nineteen uh, seventies San Francisco <laughs> set. So that's interesting. And uh, but all told, from the perspective of um, this girl Belle Powley playing this girl Minnie. So we'll see. Uh, right. It sounds really, really good. Hold on. Does this have anything to do with the s- book series for children? Ye- the book series for children? Well, teenage, whatever, The Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Not no, even no. close. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I could have told you apparently, that. Apparently, uh, it's a very honest, intimate trip into the mind of a teenage girl, and it doesn't hold back. In fact, there was more sex in this film than just about any other film they saw at Sundance, but it's told from the perspective of a woman uh, actress and a woman director, so it makes a huge difference. Totally different perspective on things. So, yeah, definitely not diary of a wimpy kid. So no, jeez, Tim. <laughs> well, so yeah, I, I, I mean, I didn't diary of a wimpy kid. Diary of a teenage girl. Yeah, right, very close. Could have been a spinoff. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then up next, we got me and Earl and the Dying Girl, which uh, apparently. Also stars Nick Offerman and some other people, but okay. very Already in. Right. But a but a some some young no name people with and, Nick uh, Offerman. <laughs> yeah, but sort of sort of uh, along the vein of um, you know uh, it, you know definitely a lot more indie 
look, but uh, Fault in Our Stars, like a, oh, okay. like a touching story oh, okay. about somebody struggling with the so it's not a comedy and stuff. Not they no, went definitely they went not with a, Nick Offerman. That's weird. Yeah, because so Nick we'll Offerman, Nick Offerman, I'm convinced. I mean, Molly Shannon's have... in it as well. So I mean, I think there's going to be comic relief, oh, okay, you know, okay. in it. But I, I think it'll be heavy. You know, okay, like right. I think it'll be heavy material, but we'll see. Because with good. Offerman, you could just have a, a camera, like one camera pointed at him, always doing is staring <laughs> yeah. into the camera. Fifteen minutes of that, I'd be on the floor, dying laughter. Yeah. So, uh, uh, staying yeah, in the 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 heavy theme, we have the end of the tour with Jason Siegel and Jesse Eisenberg. Jason Siegel playing the late author writer David Foster Wallace. The uh, author of Infinite Jest, who very depressed and then uh, hung himself in his garage Ooh. when no one was paying attention. <laughs> struggled, struggled with depression and suicide attempts all his life, and he was left alone like one day Yikes. by the person that was kind of like watching <sighs> him. Oh, boy. But yeah, so all about uh, you know the promotional tour for the film Infinite Jest. Um, I, I had heard that he was going to be playing him, and it, it, it's really, it's really a, a kind of incredible book. It's just massive, like you know, it's like thousands of pages, huge, and it's just like really, really amazing, in-depth look of. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like I guess it. I guess it's similar to like something. Written by like Hunter S. Thompson or something, just far, really far out and very like almost stream of consciousness. Yeah, at times. That, or um, Dave Eggers or somebody like that. Uh, just really amazing read. But yeah, so we'll see how Jason Segel portrays him. It apparently does a really good job. So that's good. He's he's kind of an interesting actor. Like I've seen him do amazing things, but just the same. Like he's kind of goofy and silly. So this will be a zero goof factor character for right. him to play, right? You know, I mean, I, I have I didn't watch How I Met Your Mother too much. I've only seen a few episodes, but I know he's fairly goofy in that. And you know, yeah. freaks and geeks, he was always kind of mm-hmm. a goofy character. So that'll be cool. So we'll see. Uh, Z for Zachariah, um, follow up to uh, Compliance which was one of the most controversial films in Sundance 2012. This is... Uh, we uh, we actually reviewed that here. We did. Review Compliance. Yeah, didn't we? Uh, I thought for sure we really? did. Maybe. Yeah, it was one of our Netflix films. Oh. It was way back, though. That was with the girl in the fast food restaurant and the guy ah, calls in. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes yeah. Yes. We, we, we okay, so this is a, a follow-up. I, I don't know if it's... Oh, it's a follow-up from the same filmmaker. Right, not, I was going to say, because that was based story. off a true story, so yeah. I kind of doubt they would have this a follow-up is, uh, of that. This is actually based off of a sci-fi novel, and it's um, it's about survivors of a nuclear apocalypse who reestablish basic semblance of life in a valley untouched by radiation. But it's 100% focused on relationships, religion, and rebuilding a society from scratch. It doesn't have anything to do with, like the apocalypse and the craziness right, that happened. Right. It's just, they might not even show anything. It's just going to okay. be just watching these people like rebuild society, you know, in whatever way that, whatever way that means. Um, we also have sleeping with other people, uh, Jason Sudeikis and Allison Brie 
in a sort of Harry Met Sally. I'm interested. Yeah, sort of Harry Met Sally story. Uh, yeah, so I mean, when Jason Sudeikis, great, funny. Allison and Bree. Allison Brie, this is her first Wonderful. time as a lead actress, so we'll see see how it goes. But yeah, it's apparently good. And T- last Tim's looking at me like, what? You gonna, you what are you going to say? Yeah. You're going to shit on me like in uh, <laughs> Allison Brie? No, I think she's great. All right? There. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Get over yourself, yeah. Tim. Yeah. I don't I don't bring hatred down on everything. I was Tim. expecting snark. I was. <laughs> oh, don't worry, there's plenty of that to come. <laughs> and last but not least, uh Tangerine. Uh there's plenty of times where a couple of white guys get to have all the fun uh across the city. This time we're looking at two feisty transvestites. One just got out of prison, meets up <laughs> with her friend who her, her friend, I guess, recently uh, had a breakup with her pimp and supposed boyfriend, and the two of them just decide to go out and make Los Angeles theirs, <laughs> and they just go nuts. And it was filmed entirely on an iPhone 5S. Wow. Oh. The film is vivid, gorgeous, and just as good as any big-budget city romp. And it and it's been picked up, so I mean, <laughs> that's that's a big definitely deal. <laughs> yeah, pretty amazing. So we'll see. Uh, full of unique characters, and um, we'll see. It's they say it's sort of like a, a cross between Crash and Go. I don't know if you saw the word the movie Go. It was like a nineties. I saw. I, I oh, it's been a long time, but I, I vaguely remember seeing Go. Yeah, it was it was like a. Um, Ninety nine, right? Doug Lyman, who did um, Swingers, I think. Uh, I believe so. Could be wrong Come on, about that. IMDb, freaking Allegiance. <laughs> yeah, Doug Lyman is the is the Born Identity series. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Swingers, and also yeah, no Born Identity. He did Mister uh, Mister and Mrs. Smith, Jumper. Edge of Tomorrow. So, good director. Yes, very. So, there you go. All that's, right. Cool. That's, that's the best movies to come out of Sundance uh, as uh, far as feature films. We can look forward to seeing them. Yeah. So, they've got been picked up, so we'll see them at some point, whether on Netflix directly or yeah, pro- some pro- limited pro- release. Pro- probably on Netflix. <laughs> probably like Netflix or uh, yeah, On Demand, on something demand, like yeah. that. Something. Yep. Mag- magnet releasing will pick up a few of the, the lesser ones and go with it. Um. So, well, uh, let's, uh, you want me to give you some time by talking about my tantalizing testimonial? Oh, you have, okay, yeah. Okay. Lay it on us. Okay. Um, so recently I saw the movie This Is Where I Leave You. Well, wait, let's set it up because we didn't actually set it up because we didn't Oh, we lost it, remember? Oh, right, right, right. See, this is actually the third time that I'm doing this. Third time for the first time. Yes. (laughs) So Tim has started a... um, a a questionable a, process. Yeah, seg- a segment. Say, like, what a do you segment. even want to call this? Like a segment. Oh, it's definitely We're calling it a segment. segment. Okay. Uh, but I recently gave Tim yeah. the rights to post so that when he posts a beer thing, wonderful. everyone will see it. So wonderful. it'll it'll show up on people's news feeds soon as Tim begins 
the arduous task mm-hmm. of reposting the ones he's already posted. Because <laughs> yeah. we realized when Tim was posting them, it would it wasn't seen by anybody but us. But really. us. Right, yes. <laughs> Which, Unfortunately. I mean, fine. you guys enjoyed <laughs> but, it. And no, it was t- a drunken thing. <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. Hey, how do you think this podcast start, got started? <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> but yeah, so Tim started a segment where uh, he re- you know gives a short review of a film and Pairs it with a beer. I do. Very yes. nicely done. And thus also reviews beer at the yeah, same time. Yeah, at the same time. Um, so uh, I watched the movie called This Is Where I Leave You. Has, have you guys watched this? This is a 2014 film. No. Um, lot, it, I mean, I don't normally do this with my reviews, but um, I can just go down the cast list because there's a lot of people in this. Really? Yeah, Jason Bateman, Tina Fey, Jane Fonda, Adam Driver, who's in the show Girls, and he's been getting a lot more. Well, he's also in the new. He's in the new Star Wars. Wars, Yeah, Um, Rose Byrne, uh, Corey Stahl. That seems. Oh, Timothy Oliphant's in this. Dax Shepard is in this. What a crazy. Yeah, it's got a really interesting cast. Like as the movie kept going on and like these familiar faces kept popping up, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome." Cuz I <laughs> I often watch movies and will like go to Redbox and pull a movie out that I've never heard uh, or you know seen or know much of. Um so this movie is about um a bunch of siblings coming together uh when their father died and they um already good. Yeah, there is is already right up Parker's alley. He's loving every minute of it right now. The, it's a it's a Jewish family, and they're coming together to honor Shiva. I think it's called. Yep. Yes, where it's that, a week long grieving mm-hmm. process. Yeah, um, and this movie kind of goes back and forth between uh, a comedy and a drama. So, okay, yeah, it's a drama that has a d- some funny moments. A dramedy, a dramedy. Yes. All right. Um, and basically, the dynamic between the siblings and the mother is hilarious. I mean, they're just, they pull various scenarios from the past and then, you know, also the present that's happening right now between uh, loved ones and exes and because um, they're back in their hometown now. And they also bring in this dynamic that the siblings don't talk to each other at all when they had moved out of the uh-huh. house. So they're coming back together and rehashing some old times. Uh, it's a really great movie. Honestly, you know, you're not expecting anything, uh, you know, action-packed to happen. But it's it's a solid movie, and I would definitely recommend seeing it. Okay. Uh, the beer pairing that I chose to go with this is um, Rogue's Dead Guy Ale. Not nice. Yes. Nice. Uh, and that sits at 5.9%. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a solid brew. I've had it's it one myself. of my favorites. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. it thoroughly. All right. Great. All right. Well, for our trailer time. This becomes <laughs> more unintelligent. <laughs> unintelligible. Uh, we saw the trailer for Poultrygeist. Poultrygeist. No, that's a oh. that's a far side comic. <laughs> um now, some of you are saying, Chris, Poltergeist came out a long time ago. Yeah, what? A Steve, trailer Steve, for a Steven, 1980-something? Yeah, film? Steven Spielberg produced it. Toby Hooper directed it, sort some of. some girl died because of it? Well, she died much, much later. Um, <laughs> sort of, After the third one, she was at the third okay. one. Oh, oh, okay. That's better. <laughs> I didn't say it was better. Buddy. She got to make two more uh, <laughs> crazy, movies. scary horror movies. 
before yes. she died and gave her life for the series, <laughs> for the franchise. I she, really she, did think it was the first one. No, she, no, had no, a, no. She, she, oh. she had a disease. Was, yeah. <laughs> well, disease. yeah, but no, I it was she caught it from the, the first set. One. Yeah, no, there there was a lot of things that happened. A lot of yeah. lot of stuff happened yeah. on that set, but we we saw Poltergeist the remake. Yeah, um, I'm I mean, excited. I'm not yeah. sure if it was the is it being directed by the people that made um, the Grudge and yes something else um, yes. the Evil Dead remake. the Evil Dead remake. That's what right. it is. Okay. Yeah, so the Gil Keenan uh, directed uh, Monster House, which is pretty good. Pretty good. City of Ember. Didn't see that one. I uh, did not either. And then the newest thing he's doing is Poltergeist. So right. sort of not new, but. Here's who we got on the cast list. Uh, first and foremost, and I'm excited as hell, Sam Rockwell. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That, I'll I, see most anything he's in. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. He's great. Pretty much every other name on here isn't really necessary to read off because Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Jared Harris, isn't it? You would know him from, he was the, he played Professor Moriarty in the Sherlock Holmes Game of Shadows. Part you had said he was also in Fringe. He, Fringe. He plays the, the evil guy for some, most of the, well, maybe two or three seasons. He plays a he plays a bad guy. Yeah, and going down this list, I don't really see anyone else of note. More importantly, they have a girl very... Similar in the sense that she seems way too young to be in a way horror movie. Way too young to be in a horror film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Wait, wait. This, so, the, but this that's what makes us a poltergeist. I mean, that's what yeah. made the first one is that you were oh, like, yeah. it's a little what, girl. what are they doing yeah. with it? Like, it made it that much scarier because it was like a really young girl. Right. And yeah. it was just like, oh, God, this I want to die. Just, uh, here's a selected uh, filmography from this girl's uh, films here. <laughs> It's Christmas, Carol. <laughs> it's Christmas, comma, Carol. Carol. <laughs> Is that like That's a Hallmark? <laughs> like, no, but here's the Hallmark one. <laughs> Coming oh. home for Christmas. Yes, I knew. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. Jingle all the way to. Oh, oh we don't speak of that <laughs> atrocity. Starring Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> then she no did acknowledgement. One, then she did one episode of something called The Wayward Pines. Don't know what that is. And then right to Poltergeist. So this poor girl, <laughs> this, this adorable little girl who has clearly just been hired to play adorable little girls yeah. in Christmas movies. And, yeah. Um, some she probably says things like, Santa? Yeah, and stuff like, like that. Like that's, Now it's Satan? <laughs> Her picture, though, if you look at her picture on IMDb, it is, like, what else would you pick this girl for? I mean, that's a terrifying picture yeah. of an adorable little girl. Uh, like, yeah, it's that just that look in her eyes. It's just like, a lot of emotion she would either hug me or rip my throat out. <laughs> um, or be the victim of spirits taking over a home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, this trailer looks nuts. It looks cool. It looks I, good. I, I, I go back and forth on whether I'm ex- how excited I am. So I am excited. Um, part of the part of the 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 joy of the first Poltergeist was it was really really scary, but it mm-hmm. they didn't have any like there, there was no gore that I could think of. 
Uh, except for that dude's face. I forgot about the right. dude's <laughs> It wasn't, about the but, face. I mean, compared to other 80s movies. Oh, right. yeah. I mean, it definitely was low on that and more on the just scariness. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Way, they ramped up the scariness more than they ramped up the horror, which is which was not normal for 80s movies. No. Usually no. 80s scary horror movies were just like, oh, gross. Gross, gross yeah. out. Yeah, no, yeah. More so than scary legitimately um, scary where this movie seems to be going more of a modern horror route which of course you're gonna have to do that uh which right. is gonna be a lot of pop scares a lot of the, the the camera turns and oh my god there it is um yeah but the the, the scene in that trailer that kind of makes me think this this could be just a little bit better than most modern horror films was the clown in the attic scene because every shot you see that damn clown in the background. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know yeah, what's coming, and it like, doesn't make it any less scary yeah. when it comes. Yeah, there's a scene in the trailer where the clown, you know, was moving. First of all, you could the kid was like listening to it move, like yeah. the, f- the feet moving. Right, right. And then the camera kind of like shines a light on a clown that literally had just stopped moving and just like fallen. Slumped over. Yeah, yeah. slumped over. So like that was like, like, oh, oh okay. God. And it was like not a creepy looking yeah. cloud. But then when the actual clown moves, you're like, oh, God, oh, God. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, and of course, that end when the girl's like, mommy, something's wrong. And then gets yanked up the stairs by her feet by yeah. nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> creepy I as hell. Yeah, wonder I, if I wonder if they're going to have the, the iconic. Uh, they're here. They're, they're here. here. Although the, the scene doesn't work anymore because there's, there's no, no snow such thing on as television. static on television right. yeah like it would just be no input <laughs> <laughs> bouncing around yeah, just like no uh, input no input no input <laughs> sam rock was like that's weird i hooked the cable box that's, up oh, that's... man damn it <laughs> fiddle in, in mess the back. with the bunny ears i man. think it worked i, I could have swore i did it right no no it it, it, it here's what it'll be it'll just be fuzz from their center channel speaker from their surround sound <laughs> system and they're like i don't get it all the other speakers are working why is this Center channel not working. I don't understand it at all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that will be interesting to see how they how they like well, mess with I that. O- I always said Poltergeist was one of those films that I'm like, I don't think you could remake that for today's audiences. Like, how do you do that? I mean, you definitely like at, like it looked they you know they alluded to the fact that you know that girl's phone would be acting up. So I mean, right. there's there's enough technology okay. to act up. It's just what you're used to see. Like, there's no I- iconic looking. Ways of like, you know, when something is broken, or you know, I mean, I don't yeah. know, like, like a TV snow was like everybody's TV looked the same yes. when it was disconnected, and after Whereas that movie, now, it every, was horrifying. Yeah, now any any t- every TV is going to look differently yeah. depending on what you and, get. Right. And living rooms, just like the design right. of a living room exactly. was back then, pretty you know, standard. Yeah, standard. yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. So yeah, like so. that living room could have been yours. Right, you know? right. Like, yeah. yeah. I also so, I mean, love in the trailer when Sam Rockwell's like, well, we can't go to the cops. Well, no shit. If you go to the cops, <laughs> I, I always said that in the first Poltergeist because they were like, do we go to the cops? If you go to the cops and say, uh, yeah, we lost a seven-year-old girl, the first thing that happens is you're going you're to jail. jail. Yeah, you're yeah. in jail like that, like <laughs> in instant. You're arrested. So <laughs> Yeah, you better be like, uh somebody kidnapped her. Yeah, that's the only thing you can do. No, she's trapped in the walls. Why am I being handcuffed? What's yeah. happening? Yeah. So, um, I don't have... Do you guys have a date? I, I lost it on my phone. Do you no, look up I'm a date not for sure a, that there is a release date. 
It says July 24th, 2015. Okay. okay. Great. So we'll, uh, Another we'll, good movie coming out this summer. We'll, we'll, yep. we'll, look, so we'll look forward check to it that. Out. So. All right. Well, on to our feature presentation. We saw Chef. Chef. So I just found out that. Do you want me to read the IMDb? Well, IMDb? no, because part of the study found out something. This oh. is here. I didn't realize that Pamela pointed this out that Hefe not only means chief, but it also means chef. Chef, yeah. I didn't know that it uh-huh. also meant chef. Yeah, I just thought it meant Hefe. chief, and I was like, the chef. It, just that, just he's like the head honcho. I thought it was right. the, the reference. But then I'm like, oh, okay. So anyway, chef. A chef, imagine that, mm-hmm. who loses his restaurant job. Really, I'm going to be rest, his restaurant job. Uh. A chef who loses his job starts up a food truck in an effort to reclaim his creative promise while piecing back together his estranged family. All right, this let's go. Let's go down this cast list because it has directed pretty... and written by John Favreau. Yes, yeah, uh, and starring John Favreau. John starring stars great people uh, along yep. with John Leguizamo, yep. Dustin Hoffman, Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson, yep. Oliver Pratt. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, Sophia, Sophia Vergara from Modern Family. Yep. Yeah, for some reason I'm not getting her on this cast list. I don't know why yeah, IMDb is oh, yeah. letting sure. me down. She's on underneath the Dustin Hoffman. And uh, I don't know if it's his first thing, but man, that MJ Anthony. Holy mackerel, he made this movie. That little the, kid. The kid, yeah. yeah. Did. I mean, he's been in It's Complicated um, and a bunch of TVs, Once and Dones. Some TV show called Rake. So not not nothing huge, but man, no, right? He perfect. Job. Oh, yeah, he was a, he did an incredible job. Also, uh, for for like ten minutes, uh, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. and he yeah. plays a R-D- he plays R-D-G. like what you imagine RDJ is was like in, when in was real like, life when, like, when he was like uh, on a bender. Yep, <laughs> just like not even letting you finish a sentence, like. He asks you a question, then you start answering, and then he's telling you something like completely, completely different. <laughs> yeah, what he's like, what he's said about. So, what do you think I should do about the carpet or the mm-hmm. baby? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. I anymore. don't even know what you're anymore. Jumping <laughs> topics so quickly. So, oh, and also, did you I, say ScarJo? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But also, a, a very very sh- small cameo from my. Favorite woman, Amy Sedaris. She plays the uh, agent that he talks yes. to for a minute. Oh, yes. And who's like, so should I say yes to Hell's Kitchen? Should we do Hell's Kitchen? <laughs> All right, I won't call him. I'll just email him. Yeah, and he's I like, no, that, yeah. no Hell's Kitchen. And she's like, so I'll just let you know what the Hell's Kitchen goes. <laughs> <laughs> she's like my favorite. I love Amy Sedaris. She's hilarious. So I'm, I'm just going to, you know, let, let, let's start out here, guys. What what did you guys think? Hated it. Oh, sure. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it was great. I loved it. Yeah, I really, really like this movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I <laughs> knew up. it. No, 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 no. I, I have... I have. Okay, here's the thing that I I was talking I about like it with the Pamela. End, like the very end. Really? We can talk about okay. that. Okay. Here's the thing I was talking about with Pamela. I was like, the entire time I'm watching this movie, I'm assuming it's it's like most modern films, and I'm waiting, and not even most modern films, just... Films in general have made me on edge 
for the other shoe to drop. The, yeah. Yep. And I'm just waiting thing. for like the worst thing that's going to happen. Yep. And this movie the, leaves you hanging. To make this, to make this into reality. And, and it didn't come. And I was like, oh, thank God. I was so happy. I was so relieved. And then I was like, am I like... Not to steal Danny Glover's famous line, but am I getting too, too old, old for, for this, this shit? shit? Yeah. <laughs> Is that like, I, like I, I just wanted, like I'm like, why aren't more movies like this? Parker, Parker, Parker <laughs> you, you've, you've gotten so old just sitting like, there right I now. You're don't, like, yeah. movies I, I, are so negative I anymore. I know. I don't know like, why you I, became from Brooklyn all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love when when I know, I, maybe it's knowing that the movie's going to be a certain way, like, I loved like Black Swan, and that movie's full of just terrifying Awful. moments right, <laughs> and right. just people being terrible and th- terrible things happening, and you're just like, uh, but like or like the wrestler, you know, or whatever, right, right, pretty uh. much anything by Aronofsky. But like, you know, maybe it's that like knowing going into it, but like any like I'm just like when I pop on a movie like that, yeah. I just want it to be what it is. I don't need. You to p- rake me over the I, oh I, I know exactly yeah. what you're saying because the whole time I was watching the same thing where I'm just like, all right, uh, yeah, the wait. kid's gonna die, right? Something, something crazy. awful is gonna happen. It's gonna... gonna rock them to their core, right? And then in the end, it's like, oh, I guess everything worked out. Okie dokie. Yeah, like the like the mom's <laughs> like, gonna die in a plane crash, and then he has to take care of the kid on his uh, own, or yeah. just anything that I'm like, that's the what most, I'm used to. The most with these the, the, the most nail biting tension is when the cop comes up and he's like, "Do you have your permit? Oh, you do. Yeah. Great, great. Thanks, yeah. guys. We'll see you later. You gotta go like a mile down the road. But that's cool. Don't worry about. it. I'm not gonna harass you or anything. It's yeah. cool. I'm like. That that's it. That's the that's yeah. the high tension but, moment of this. But film. I don't know if that means that it like can't like maybe it's not a great film then because it doesn't have anything that really like makes you go like oh like it's very safe. Right. It it's is very it, safe. It is. Um, but there's I, I agree with what you said. Like there's so much good like good feelings about that. Right. Like, that's that's a positive thing. Um, right, right. And I don't want that in my Hollywood pictures, guys. Well, and this is <laughs> honestly like this might relate to why I didn't like the very very end because everything works out picture perfect perfectly right. the way that a storybook would be like yeah. ending would be. Yeah. Right, but you know what? You know what's popular? Storybooks. Storybooks. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I mean, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing. There's no, I'm not. I'm not saying that As, like it was bad. I just would have right. preferred it. No, I I, I. I. I think all three of us have the same opinion on this film so far, which is we all really liked it. I really yeah. liked it, but it does set kind of odd with us because we're like, I, I'm used to movies being like a little darker or a little more realistic. With this is there's nothing realistic about this. Right. Right. Um, right. It's true. But that's the thing. Like there, there like money so is many in a, is just you right. Know, oh money, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. worry about. Yeah, it. But there's so it. many movies I watch that are not realistic in the other way. Right. And we like, accept that all just the fun. worst stuff happening to somebody, and it's like okay, that would never happen is, yeah, in real life. This is too much. This wouldn't <laughs> happen this way. It's too much. Like seven tornadoes in a day, <laughs> and these people <laughs> ran away from all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um. Here was my thoughts on. On Chef. Um, it's well executed. Uh, it is funny. It's incredibly charming to the point of, of like, uh, um, fr- Frank and Robot. Of that, like, that, yeah, that level, level of, of charming. charming. Absolutely. We're like, you can't hate it. No. Mm-hmm. Because then you'd be a bad person. Right. It's just that yeah. level of charming. And, but the thing I think that sets this this story, for me anyway, uh, and, and probably for you guys as well, like, it, is that 
the they did a really good job of making a movie that involved cooking food and about food. Yeah. Yes. Like they did a really good job of like showcasing yes. because you can't smell or taste anything that's happening on the screen. It's all but they visual. did a very good job of making you like Oh, that looks really good. Or oh, that's awesome. I, or oh man, a movie has not made me a this hungry. B <laughs> yeah. this ready to get in the kitchen since <laughs> Julia and Julia. Right, that's true. Right. Um, <laughs> every time I watch Julia and Julia, I'm like, oh, I gotta cook. <laughs> I'm starving. <laughs> and I and, I, and, and Melissa's like, well, we have some frozen awfulness in the fridge. No. no, no, we're going to a farmer. We're going to a real yeah. farmer's market. I am buying another chef's knife. <laughs> yeah, I am cooking. That this movie made me want to like. Oh yeah. man, I want a Cuban and I want a real <laughs> yeah. Cuban sandwich right now. <laughs> right. Um so that's how I walked away from this film. That was my initial like f- first 5 minutes I'm upstairs telling Melissa she loves foodie movies. She absolutely loves them. And I was like, "You're going to love this movie. It's amazing. You got to see it. Oh my god." And then I let it sit for a day, like half a day. I'm at, I'm at work. So I'm instantly in like a bad mood and I'm, i hated it i'm reflecting on it and something hit me that i'm like i, I don't even know if i want to tell you guys because it might ruin it a little bit because it kind of ruined it for me well yeah well we didn't really we didn't really get to like say to watch this so oh no watch watch this yeah watch this don't listen to the rest of this because we'll probably spoil it oh <laughs> uh, no it's, it's not a spoiler oh, oh, it's not okay, a spoiler gotcha. it's just it's just something that hit me i'm like Okay, so if if you want to just watch it and enjoy it, watch it right now. Right. Enjoy it. It's great. You're <laughs> yeah. going to love it. You're going to have a good time. Um, and I don't know, may- maybe maybe this just hits for me and you guys will be like, you're just fucking crazy. But this movie, after I sat and thought about it, this movie is an allegory for Jon Favreau's career. <laughs> hmm. The scene where he's flipping out at the food critic, yeah. I have an honest-to-God feeling that is him flipping out at every movie critic who's ever shattered on his film. <laughs> yeah. And this is him being like, no, I am an artist, damn it! And you wanted me to churn out the same crap that I did with Iron Man over and over and over again, but I am an artist and I need to be respected. And yeah. I kind of got that, that feeling with this film, that it's just kind of an allegory for his career through his vision. But then in that sense, it's like not... Like, I mean, it's not like he's breaking away because it's just a, it's a safe film. That's true. That is so true. It's not like it's like I'm breaking out. And I'm, like I'm it, taking a chance. If it would have right. been really like, like, you know, like upsetting or crazy or whatever, like and, a riskier you know, film. Risky. Yeah, exactly. Then maybe. But like, I mean, you know. If if he's if if he was upset that Iron Man and then like did well but then Iron Man 2 and then Cowboys and Aliens and, right. you know did so poorly and everybody gave him such a hard time yeah. about those cuz cuz like, I mean, this it, isn't really breaking out into something so different it's just like well I'm just going to be really sa-. like it's almost the opposite it's like I'm going to be really safe right I'm right, not going to take right. any risk like Cowboys yeah. and Aliens is maybe a risk riskier right. because it's like Whoa! Like I'm sort of trying to do a weird thing that's not really based off of a known property and blah yeah. blah blah. Because because if, if you look at the character's career line, uh, like the, you know, talking about his, when he talks about his backstory, it's almost the same thing as Favre's. Like right. he started out, got really popular, mm-hmm. and then dive bombed hard. <laughs> yeah, and started churning yeah. out the same stuff over and over again. And now, like, people kind of don't like, or people have kind of come to know him for, like, Well, when he this. became popular, though, 
it was as an actor, and then his first foray into film wasn't wasn't super well received. He made he had made, which isn't very good. No, made. But then he had Elf, and everybody loves Elf, right? But then Zathora, no one likes. No, Zathora was awful. Then Iron Man, and everybody loves Iron Man, and Iron Man is what's pretty much started. Yeah, on its trajectory. Like I mean, without Iron Man, Marvel isn't where we are now. No, I I agree. But then if you look the trajectory after, and I'm not right, and then after that it falls down. So I, I mean, it's sort of he has definitely a little bit more. Cyclical than this, uh, but yeah, I could see him definitely channeling getting mad at critics because because critics do you know give him a hard time and right, probably right. have have like ruined opportunities for him to continue working. Yeah, which yeah, makes sense. But because mm-hmm. like like after I thought about that, and this is not I'm not saying that's exactly what it is. It right, just was right. a, a th- kind of a theory of mine. Yeah. Which is like I wonder I, I wonder if he wrote this as kind of like a uh, you know, like, hey, this is how I really feel about my, myself might as a filmmaker. Might, yeah. At least the part where he's that. complaining about critics and ruining right, things, right, right. You know? But um, uh, but I think that uh, that as safe as it is, I think it di- it did some th- things cool or different. Oh no, no, I definitely the, uh, agree. It's a good film. Yeah, I think it did some go- cool things. Like, um, not not as a counterpoint to what you're saying. I'm just I'm just moving along. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, like the, I really loved uh, the Fault in Our Stars. The way they had the two people talk a lot over text, and they yeah. traded quite like a that. lot. Uh, yeah. And and this, I think, did a really good job of showing social media, right. Twitter, like how it how it affects things and how it works. And they really, you know. Had them all together with Vine and everything. So I, I, that I, was great. I absolutely love that uh, John Favreau's character just could not seem to grasp how social networking. Yeah, worked. I really enjoyed that. Wait, too. You, th- who's whose character? John Favreau. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just right, like every right, time right. he would tweet something yeah, yeah. or do something <laughs> along, he couldn't grasp that it was real oh. and going out there and yeah. that the world was yeah. literally seeing it. It's so and great. There's actually a line in the movie. Um, one of uh, his cooks. At, at his original restaurant, like yeah. John Favreau tweets something out, and he's just and it's something like super negative or right. like right, offensive, right. and one of his chefs just goes, "Oh, it's out there now, bro." Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. that thing that that just happened. <laughs> um, what, what one of the things I was really thrilled about was uh, finally because I haven't been able to say this for a long time, a movie with John Leguizamo that is good. I like <laughs> he. Here's I the really thing. liked him in this. I, 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 I love John Leguizamo yeah. so much, and Chris yeah. always gives a hard time about him. Oh, no, but, no, no. I love no, him as an actor, but he's I in know, terrible but, films. But that's not right. You're wrong. He's in, He's in. You like, I can think of more w- bad films than good. Right, but that's his, he works a lot. That yeah, doesn't mean that say. he's Right, but I'm saying, in, I like John Leguizamo. I'm really like, I, try, I, I remember trying to explain this the one day, and you were like, well, he's do you in like John as- Wick. Yeah, yeah, and that was oh, great. He's in this. But, he's he was, in- but he was also in Kick-Ass 2. Okay, but... And Spawn. His- right, but and, he's and, working. And and the what was it? The, the, was it The Brat? I don't know what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, he's in a lot of bad movies, but he's in a lot of movies. Right, and most of them are awful. <laughs> but, like, but he has to work. He's good in them. Yeah, so what? Yeah. So- I'm, not, I'm not arguing that. We're saying the same thing, Parker. <laughs> You're just getting mad at me for it. I don't understand... 
What? You make it sound like a negative thing. That's the problem. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm thrilled that he's like in two two movies in a row now that are like his solid films. He does a solid job in them. Yeah, thrilled. He really does a great job in this movie. I yeah, yeah really he is he is absolutely. absolutely hilarious in it. Yeah, um, I I really liked the father son dynamic. Yep, and I you and, would yeah, but it was it was good it was <laughs> good true. because it was very it was a lot more modern than it was and you've yeah. seen a lot of right. takes on it where right. you know it, it definitely you know is is probably going to be helpful for kids that are dealing with yeah. divorce you know situations to like watch this and kind of see like oh okay like you know here's a oh, dynamic right. or here's the way yeah. things can work you know whatever I, I, yeah. I also really liked going on with the whole modernizing of it is like here's a kid also, like his father's teaching him skills he needs, yeah, as, right. as fathers yeah. have done for eons. But now, in this day and age, with tech moving as fast as it is, now the kid is able to teach his dad something. Right. Yep. yep. And it's like this back and forth. And I have a feeling that happens more often than not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're learning from each other. Yeah. And I, I, just, I thought that was, I thought that was great. Yeah. So. yeah. Did Did you guys? Um, now this was the second time that I watched it, and uh, did you guys notice the music? Did you like the music? At all? Oh yeah, I, I thought that, that, that like it was that like perfect. almost Cuban salsa. Yeah. Oh, but but so also good. just like that, like as they moved across just, the country, yeah, it changed. It just, mm-hmm. Like yeah. it was, you know, exactly. It was it, you know they had the the you know New Orleans music, and then they had Texas when they lost it. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. No, yeah, I thought that that was great. Um, I would I'd be curious to know if John Favreau actually learned how to like. There's scenes with him preparing yeah. food, and that. The, that's hard to yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, the, a lot shopping of, stuff. A that lot of that quickly. beginning was was like shots where it would then pan up and show him. Like, right? I think probably on purpose because what he was doing was like skilled. Yeah, because that, that, and that's he, not he, that's not hard. Yeah, or that's not easy. I mean, that's, he's yeah, played in, in some of the movies he's been in. He's played a character who knows how to cook. So I wonder oh. if he is just, just a, a just person how who cook. likes to cook a lot. Because like in Made, he knows how to cook, and it, I think in Swingers, he knows how to cook too. Okay. Like, like not a mate, not like this, but like he knows like something more than like you'd expect him to as a bachelor right. that he's playing, you know. Huh. So it could just be that he's like into it, you know, like yeah. that he's just into that. Like he's always been into cooking, but um. Yeah, you de- he definitely must have learned from somebody because when he was like chopping really fast, and then they panned up in the beginning, and like there wasn't a cut. It was like between just like him, somebody right. who knew what they were doing, and <laughs> you know whatever. And it probably would have been a pain in the butt to do it otherwise because they had him done up with all those tattoos and stuff. Yeah, it would have been a pain yeah. to have somebody like that has the same look to their hands and arms, and then get the same exact That's tattoo true. makeup done. I mean, yeah. it would have it would have probably been. A pain to keep cutting just back. E- and it's forth. just easier to teach him how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really like that knife that was yeah, on his like forearm. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was pretty cool. Um. Now, and and I, I was also very excited. Uh, we are. We we talked about Robert Jan- Robert Downey Jr. as as one of the cameos, but also Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, yeah he was. Good. I was. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was good. I mean, he's not. He does not like again. Like at, because it's a safe movie, he doesn't really do anything. Yeah. But it's Dustin Hoffman. It's and he's there, and he's and he's good at playing. Yeah. you know yeah. whatever he does, and so the character is believable. <laughs> very, very believable. Um, I thought that the choice for Oliver Platt 
as the critic was yeah. was a good choice. Oh yeah, he looks. He like, just looks like someone you want to punch, punch in the face. Absolutely. Yeah, he, lo- he looks Absolutely. like he, he looks like every food critic I've ever. Seen. <laughs> My wife watches every cooking reality show you can think of. Oh yeah, she loves them. Yeah, they're Goes, good. She actually heard about this movie long before I did because John Favreau did a guest spot on some oh. you know, Top Chef thingamajig. Okay. Um, and every yeah, but like with all it replied, he looks like every single food yeah. critic that is on one of those shows. <laughs> yep. uh, and you're right, I wouldn't want to cook for any of those jackasses. <laughs> so, no, I I I cannot recommend this movie enough. Yeah. Uh, go yeah, go good. see it. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's rocking like like I don't know four and a half stars on there right now. Yeah, I think it's a an eighty something, eighty seven something, six eighty seven on, on on Rotten on Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes and I've read the Rotten reviews, and I'm like, you guys, yeah, you yeah, guys yeah they're really <laughs> frustrating. Yeah, the I'm looking eighty six. Yeah, okay, I'm looking at the IMDb reviews, and they're actually lower. They're IMDb or IMDb's weird. Yeah, I I've never, I've never, but gone Rotten Tomatoes, ratings, but I've been starting to get annoyed at too because they have, um. Oh well, okay. Well, I thought it was just straight. A bunch. No, it it was, but uh, when I was looking at Chef the other last night, and I was like, "Oh, eighty six And I was I was looking up it, it, on the the left. It shows the other um, DVD and streaming that are popular right now. And uh, you know, I was like, "Oh, ha ha ha!" Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got twenty one percent or whatever. And then at the time, it must have bumped up like last night. But Box Trolls. Was at like sixty something percent? Oh, that's like, a bunch of crap. It's at seventy five now, but like huh. someone's doing seems, the good work. Still seems that's a, weird. Still seems a little bit lower than it should be. Absolutely. John Wick was at eighty three. I'm like, hmm. but that like John Wick's at eighty three, and then the Maze Runner is at sixty three, and the Maze Runner looks horrible. Oh, I just saw that actually. I should have done a. I'll do a testimonial on the page. Dude, why would you want to? How much beer do you <laughs> I, have to drink to make that movie look good? I, I saw my, my my only review. Did you read it? No. Oh, okay. I just wanted to see it. Gotcha. I watched the like. D- d- in, in unless you think people should go watch the movie, no. I would say don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Don't watch the Maze just, Runner. Just a heads go up. Go on no. YouTube and watch the uh, honest trailer. Yeah, of Maze Runner because I watched that. It is hilarious because nice. it literally starts out with them going like, in the next edition of the AY series that hopefully <laughs> will get picked up and then we can make the third book into three yeah. movies. Yeah, Maze great. Runner, a movie that makes no sense, and when you're done with it, it will still make no sense. Yeah, yeah. At, at Gone Girl has eighty eight percent. I don't know. It just seems low. There are people. Know. There are. I, 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 and I like have learned. I have learned. There are people who simply go on and rate it do. rotten. Don't write a review. And yeah, they just just it troll. It's just like I I feel like some of these movies should at least just break ninety. Right, you'd think Gone Girl would be at the. Like, least I feel like 90. Box Troll should be in the, in the eighties and it's at the seventies, and Gone Girl you'd think would be in the nineties. It's I mean it's eighty eight, so it's close, but it's like that means that like you know a bunch of people yeah, said bunch it was garbage, <laughs> said it was terrible, and you're like uh yeah, that's but you upsetting. know I don't know, but anyway uh yeah so Chef. Very good. Yes, Definitely and and it. and don't don't go read the negative reviews on Rotten Tomatoes because you'll just get angry because mm. a lot of those reviews are me just going you yeah don't, you don't enjoy things. In I life. agree. I agree. Yeah, Aww. it's incredibly sweet but still perplexing with its dashes of bitter. Rotten. What? That doesn't make any sense. Right. That's not a review. That's a tagline. Yeah. And it's not even a ta- like it's like a tagline that you're like, I'm going to write words. Don't think about them. Yep. <laughs> 
with its dash of bitter. <laughs> the bitter Hollywood ending, like too much of this promising film, suggests the recipe book. What? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Trying so hard. If you're if, if you're gonna hate a movie, say why you hate the movie, not a clever line and a and a food yeah. pun. That's the second <laughs> cooking pun. Yeah. Imagine a movie in, written entirely by focus groups in Portland, Brooklyn, and Silver Lake. Again, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, I am imagining that. It doesn't seem half bad. <laughs> like, oh, imagine if, like, they a movie that promotes, like, fresh, locally grown food being prepared. Ugh, Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, he should have bought his stuff at Walmart, at least, to keep yeah. it, you know, keep, yeah. America. And it, and it should have all been <laughs> canned, loaded with chemicals. No, I, well, the, the one thing I wanted to add before we get to a rating here, like, I can understand some people being a little frustrated with the movie, just being like, nothing really bad happens to this guy. But, but That's on, great. <laughs> who, there's who too, much, there's who, too many movies that are that. Who doesn't like watching a winning streak? Right. Who I doesn't think, like watching that? Right, right. And I do think that the start of the movie, it starts out kind right. of sad. It and, does, yeah. yeah, definitely. Like, some of the bad stuff has happened already. Right, like, it's, is, and it's got, definitely like... a divorce. And, exactly, and that's the point. Like, that's the great part. He's at a stale part. point in his life, yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that it's like, too many times you have a, a, a the scene set already fairly sad and then they just make it they worse just pile yeah. It on. yeah and you're just like there's no need like right. why 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 are, why are we like don't get me wrong occasionally i do like a movie where they're like hey we're gonna run our right. main yeah. absolutely ringer but that, but like, that becomes so cliche right, after a right. while but like it, also like knowing about that going in like like when i was watching this it was just like oh hey watch it it's good so i had yeah. no idea i wasn't watching a trailer i wasn't watching anything That's and so i kind of feel like too, yeah. and i kind of feel like for movies like i mean i i know you can't really make your movie like that but i feel like movies where you don't know anything going into them yes. shouldn't be just horrifying romps <laughs> through <laughs> yeah. like psychological downfall because you're just like Okay, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is like, uh, this isn't. Uh, um, oh, what's that director? The Danish director. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. The, the guy who did *Nymphomaniac*. Like, it's not one of his films. Uh, this isn't. <laughs> this isn't. Uh, uh, L- Lars von Trier. Lars von Trier. Yeah. This is. This, yeah. Exactly. This is like not like, every movie on. needs to be aping Lars von Trier. We're like, how yeah. bad can we make it? Right? <laughs> Yeah. How awful. Just what you thought. It couldn't get any worse. It gets and and you go th- that that that's before the opening. No, I mean that's sequence. what I was talking about. Like it's, Aronofsky too. Like go, oh yeah, going into an, a, his film though. I'm like okay, I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. So like right. when I watch you know the uh, Requiem for a Dream, I know I'm like going into I'm like ah, oh, this is gonna be horrible. And it's just and it's the just worst as horrible possible. as you knew it was gonna be. <laughs> no. It's just the worst things happening to the people over and over, and it just keeps happening. No, this movie's the exact opposite. Yeah, it's, it's like, the other other end of the spectrum. It's like, oh, just when you think things aren't going to get better, they, they do. get way better. <laughs> best friend comes, just drops everything yes. and comes out. Just shows up to work for you. <laughs> like, Why? Oh, because he's great. your best friend. Yeah. Your ex-wife's ex-husband who happens to be a millionaire just randomly shows up and hands you a ton of money yeah. and a truck yeah. and a crew <laughs> to help you get it ready. Yeah. 
and your son, while you're bonding with him, actually bonds with you yeah, instead exactly. of turning into a shithead like he's normally gonna. Yeah. yeah. Like, everything <laughs> good. Ha- you're right. It's like the anti-Aronofsky film. Yeah. You're like, this just keeps getting better. I don't know if I can handle it. It's just getting better and better. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, all right. Well, uh, let's slam this with a rating, fellas. Okay. Who wants I'm going to go give first? it, like, um, I guess, like, 98,000 out of 100,000 calories that probably were oh, represented yeah. on oh, that movie. So many calories. Though I wanted to eat them all. Yes. yes. Oh, some of that food looks so good. Oh, it was. I, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you off here. That's I'm going to give it two out of two sandwich presses that they buy for the, oh, nice. for the truck. Cause That's good. I was thinking, I need a sandwich press. <laughs> I don't, it's like, it's like you, know, I don't you don't need a sandwich yeah. press. Actually, like, I do. I do kind of already have a sandwich press, but I want another one. Right. I want a. Fi- I want a commercial <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. And yeah. it's like there's no need, but I'm like, oh, I man, don't. I, I don't use the cast iron one I have now, which is <laughs> right. convenient and cheap and <laughs> will never break because there's no moving parts, and it just sits in my cupboard. Won't use that. But yeah. hey, can I spend several hundred right. dollars on a on a newer one? Several yeah. hundred. Mm. <laughs> mm. How how several hundred? Do you think? Yeah, <laughs> probably even more than that. You so. think? With, with, with a commercial deep fryer, uh, two commercial deep fryers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hold on, let me look it up. Um, yeah. So here's probably the one that they had. Uh, twelve hundred dollars. Oh, <laughs> I <could> easily. <laughs> hey, I could buy that, and it wouldn't. Very much several. <laughs> Uh, I, I could easily buy one of those and uh, have Melissa divorce me for buying one. Yeah. But then I'd have a sandwich for us, guys, <laughs> that I could use in Parker's basement as I live on his yeah, couch. Yeah, exactly. All right. I will give it one out of one baby that RDJ may or may not have. <laughs> well, no. you know. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. It's, it's definitely not, not his, his definitely but he might raise it. <laughs> that was the question because he's his tubes were tied, so he knew it wasn't his, uh, and he knew she was lying. But he's like, "But maybe this is maybe this is my chance to be a better person." Maybe and just, and she I'll was the best it. assistant that yeah. he ever had. <laughs> maybe I'll just yeah. you know go all in, raise the baby. So what do you think about uh, the carpet still talking or about the, the carpet? baby? Or? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh uh, yeah. So. Now, this movie, I, I, I did, because I don't know if you remember, Parker, on my I Hate John Favreau rant on the one episode. <laughs> I'm going to have to stop hating John Favreau so much. Yes. Because this movie, this I can't. Movie is great. I can't really fault it too much. His, his other project in post production right now is um, The Jungle Book. Okay. Oh, I don't, like the new one that's being. Yeah, I think they're remaking that one. Yeah, is it like live action? Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah. T- like Tim, all the Tim, I don't think Disney you quite movies. understand how much I hated John Favreau before this movie. Wow. Okay, so he's he's <laughs> he's directing the Jungle Book. Here is the cast: Ka is Scarlett Johansson. Nice. Shere Khan is Idris Elba. Nice. Baloo is Bill Murray. No. Oh, oh, that's, that's great. King, King Louis is Christopher Walken. Yes. Bagheera is Ben Kingsley. And uh, just when you think couldn't get any more talented, Gray, I don't know who Gray is, but it's MJ Anthony, the same kid from Chef. Right. Oh, and damn. Then, oh, nice. And then Mowgli is going to be played by this kid, Neil C. 
Neil Sethi. This kid looks adorable. <laughs> stop. <laughs> listen, listen, John Favreau. Stop hiring the most adorable children to work in your movies. All right, he's the, the, not going to work for this him. Is the, yeah. all, this is the only thing this kid's been in. Besides, he voiced uh, uh, an animated film, th- animated three minute short. So this is his first movie, and yeah, this looks awesome. It does look awesome. That, that cast list sounds awesome. That awful. cast list is insane. So yeah, you might have to start liking Sean Favreau again. I guess. I guess. Reluctantly, I will give in and jump on the John Favreau bandwagon. <laughs> Why not? Again. Again. There's plenty of room, apparently. So... All right, everyone, well, that about wraps it up here for us on Oh, and, the and what's his name from uh, Breaking Bad? Gus. Brian Cranston? Oh, Gus. Who's Gustavo. Gus? What? It's okay. What the hell are you talking about? You didn't watch it. The guy, God, no. the, the owner of Hermano, Pollo Hermano? Or? Yeah, I think it's Pollos Hermanos. Oh, you you like guys that. are having seizures over here. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I did not watch Breaking Bad. So well, many people told dumb. me. You should watch Breaking Bad, and I was like, "Oh, it's how many seasons?" Yeah, I'm not gonna. Watch you could it. do it in a weekend. What? Yeah, okay, so it. here are the shows that Chris <laughs> likes: Star Trek. Here's a show that Chris recently, recently in the last few years, started watching heavily: Doctor Who. So don't tell right. me that you look There's at a, a show and go, "How many seasons <laughs> is it?" Yeah. Well, nope, too okay, many. First off, here, first here's off. a show that's complete. <laughs> And it's, yeah, it's done. Over. There's no more episodes. No first How off. many seasons is it? It's, what, seven, six, six seasons. For, first off. No. First off. Here's the show, Doctor Who. It's still going forever. How many seasons is it? Like 40. <laughs> oh, great. Sounds good. How many episodes per season? Like 30. Oh, great. <laughs> Sounds perfect. First off, first off, I only got into Doctor Who initially to appease Melissa. Cause she was like, you're going to love this. Um, We're telling you. I'm not, us. I'm not sleeping with either of you. <laughs> Right. I'll, if All that's right. what gets you to watch Breaking Bad, <laughs> I'll make it happen. I don't. I, don't I mean, I'm, I'm serious not, about Breaking Bad. <laughs> Parker, you're a huge fan of Breaking Bad. Like, I will bite the bullet for the for this. I'll do what I have to do to get Chris to watch Breaking Bad. Well, Parker, you just okay? All right, I may. <laughs> There's no way I can win. Uh, I'll no. pimp Zelda out. You won't be able to oh, ever God. sit on the chair oh, with God. Zelda ever what? again. Don't withhold Zelda's love. Your, she won't sit on your lap what? anymore. Oh. You're nope, telling me I can't gonna... take her for a walk anymore? Nope, that's it. Or cuddle her? Nope. Or dog sit? Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill her right no, now. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm gonna put her down if Part you don't of... watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> for someone that likes really positive movies, that got dark quick. Yeah. Well, look, I'm that serious about other Breaking shoe. Bad. It's really that big. Was the other <laughs> shoe that fell. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, that about wraps it up for us on End of the Critic. Uh... Next week, what, what 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 movie are we doing next week? We decided oh, Kingsman, right? Are we, like, are, yeah, we're doing Kingsman. Oh, that's going to be good. Secret Police Service yep. with uh, with the re- the champing return of Matt Schaefer. <laughs> oh, oh probably back. Maybe probably. probably. <laughs> I'll get a text Tim. Just like get ready. Wednesday <laughs> Tim, get ready. That's like, hey, <laughs> watch the movie. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> we're we're in a bind here, all right? Yeah. yeah. I hope you watch Kingsman. Well, I do. I hope you can fake bad. it. I hope you can <laughs> fake it. Yeah. <laughs> read the Wikipedia article on your way here. Yeah. We need you now. Don't don't read Wikipedia and drive, Tim. No, I don't want to. No. I don't, I don't want on, you to die, Tim. Don't die. So it's gonna be it's gonna be Kingsman. Matt Schaefer may or may not be back. I don't know. Oh well, I'll I'll go see it this weekend just in case. Yeah, just in case. You do that. 
Take All one right. for the team. <laughs> well, until next time, I'm Chris Klump. I'm Tim Hall. And I'm never going to see the Maze Runner. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. We'll see you next time. <laughs>